0: Welcome to the Moonshine Jesus Show. We're really glad to have you with us for today's show. Uh, I am joined today, as always, by my good buddy, Caleb. How's things going, Caleb?
1: Great. How are you today, Mark?
0: I am doing really well. I'm excited about this show. We'll be talking about Mm -hmm. Miss Marvel. Lots to talk about there. Before we get too deep into this, a little bit of housekeeping to do here. First of all, we are sponsored by progressivechristianity.org. We really hope that you will go check them out. There's so much content available there that I believe you will appreciate immensely. So be sure to go to progressivechristianity.org and check check them out there. Also check us out on Facebook at the Moonshine Jesus Show and anywhere you get your podcast. Be sure that you sign up for our podcast so you get it when it drops every Tuesday there. Uh, we would certainly appreciate it. And before we go any further in the show, we need to make sure that you realize this is a spoiler-loaded show. Correct? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: not a spoiler-free zone at all. You're going to find no.
0: out a lot about it. Absolutely, you're going to learn all kinds of things. So don't uh, don't come here thinking that this is going to be a spoiler-free viewing of Miss Marvel today. And we have some good news to announce, right, Caleb? Yes.
1: Oh, we do. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. About We're wild goose absolutely this is exciting yeah. so uh we're going to be on the on the goose cast stage at wild goose Woo! on saturday at i think it's either 4 15 or 4 30 that we're scheduled uh-huh. for and so oh, we right. want folks to show up now part of why we want you to show up is that we've done some well, some pretty fun stuff mm-hmm. yeah
2: we're gonna, we're
0: gonna we're gonna have a few giveaways so for the i think first 20 or 25 folks that show up we have some moonshine jesus moonshine jugs that will be loaded with our ju- well you know we got jugs, jugs.
1: <laughs> we ones. got a, a, jug, with... a jug but what's gonna be and in we'll, it
0: we'll we'll have one of our crafted cocktails oh. that go along with the theme of whatever we'll be talking about today so we hope you come uh there will be we're gonna work in some audience participation and those who participate uh will we'll have some t-shirts to give away some shine jesus shine jesus G- uh the moonshine jesus show t-shirts Uh, And and a few other little giveaways as well. So we really hope that people show up and join us there. It's going to be fun. All right, Caleb. I can't wait. I can't eat it. It's going to be so much fun. Let's get this started Uh, with our drinks. We're doing something that has never been done on the Moonshine Jesus show before. This show had a three-year run, and then for uh, certain reasons, we took a little time off. We've rebooted it, and we're well into our fourth year here, and we've never done this. Out of, uh, of respect for the television show and the Muslim faith, which plays a very large role in this, uh, our drinks today are alcohol-free.
1: Oh, my god.
0: And we're looking at <laughs> Pakistani drinks that are popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, just, to, to, again, to honor this uh, immigrant, second-generation immigrant family that's the focus yeah. of, of the show.
1: So, Caleb, I cannot wait to hear what you came up with. Okay, yes, so uh, my alcohol-free drink today is a mango lassi, and uh, a lassi is kind of like a yogurt smoothie, and so you can make it with a number of different fruits, but this one is is mango, and I've got a confession to make, I did not make this myself. No, (laughs) you found Uh, a place to get it. Yeah, so I've got a Pakistani yeah. restaurant a couple of Lovely. blocks away from my house, and so I decided awesome. that since we're talking about this, I yeah. was going to go and support a local business and perfect. also not have to make this myself. So this <laughs> is this is halal, this is permissible. Uh, that's something yes, perfect, very nice, uh, absolutely, I love it. No, I got it from a I, halal restaurant. How about you? What do you got? I, you I am
0: going out? with a drink that's called uh, shikanji. Uh, it is sometimes referred to as a spicy lemonade uh i here here is my drink it is uh lemonade it's got ginger juice in it it's got black salt it's got roasted cumin in it uh and some black pepper um, and you, of course you've got to use freshly squeezed lemonade i will say i oh, did absolutely make- I did make this drink on my own. I also put have a little put a little mint on top for the aromatic. When you're drinking, yeah. it is incredible. I'm not sure I ever want to drink regular lemonade again. This thing is amazing.
1: <laughs> it sounds good. It it's looks spicy.
0: Good. It's spicy. Yeah. It's earthy. It's it's uh-huh. got citrus sourness. Mm-hmm. To it. It's so good, man. I can't say enough good about it. So, uh, cheers to you, sir.
1: Cheers, Mark. Cheers to all of you watching and listening out there
0: exactly and uh, here's to a great show we're going to catch you on the other side of this drop
2: mm. <laughs> Ooh, Jean, Jesus. Ooh, Jean, and Jesus.
1: Welcome back to the Moonshine Jesus Show. This is our section where we geek out about the show, but hang on, because after this section where we geek out a little bit, we're going to talk about the theological and political Mm. aspects of the show, and there is a lot to dig into there as well. I've seen a lot of comments, Mark, about our drinks and how wonderful they look. And they really are wonderful. And so if you're listening live, we'd love to hear what you're uh, drinking, too. Whether it is halal, whether it's permissible, or whether it's haram. And it's not. We'd love to hear (laughs) about either one of those. So today we're going to talk about Miss Marvel. And Ah. uh, Miss Marvel is exciting. This is one of the newest... Marvel comic releases. It's streaming on Disney+, and it is the first live-action Miss Marvel that we have seen, and uh, it is the first Muslim superhero that we have seen, which is significant in and of itself, and I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit more as we go on. In it, Kamala Khan navigates being in high school, her family life, her religion— figuring out how to fangirl about with the uh about the avengers with the protests of her family and she balances all of this with her newfound superpowers where she can create what she calls hard light light yes. that she can kind of control and make into different forms and here's what i really liked about this show, Mark. Yeah. I, I found it interesting that the actress who plays Kamala Khan, oh, yeah. her name so cool. is uh, Amon Valani, uh, she has a life that really mirrors her character. It's and so unreal, she right? Would- it, it is, right? She would save up her allowance and she would go and buy comic books and she was obsessed with uh, with Miss Marvel because it was someone who looked like her. And then she'd go to thrift stores and she would go and buy costumes so that so that she could cosplay at right. school. So I'm curious what you think about Amon Valani's take on the character of Kamala Khan.
0: I absolutely think she nails it. I, I am not a, a giant student of uh, the original comics which we should mention were written by G Willow Wilson and uh she won the co- uh she she won the Hugo Award for 2015 for these comics so it, it's been recognized yeah. as great comics yeah. to start with right. it's very clear it's very clear that Imani had had been a fan of the comics because she hmm. just am- amazingly embodies the character yeah, she of just habits yeah it, it, it feels so real and, and true and honest, like it's, it's, I, I, I can't say enough good about it. I just, I, I really can't. She's amazing. I mean, what do you think?
1: She, yeah, she's incredible. I think she, uh, she nails it and she gets this, this. Uh, This aspect of it, right, where, you know, there's this teenager trying to deal with all these complications of figuring out who she is and also wanting more. And I think that comics really shine when they focus Mm. on that aspect of like whenever they focus on people who are searching for their identity, that like in high school at that time. I think that they really shine. And so I I loved seeing that piece. I also loved uh, just the tone of the show. I loved, mm. you know, the opening with kind of this the the '80s music, and uh, and you could oh, see, you know, Kamala's draw drawings up there. She's like daydreaming yeah. and wondering. Well, what do you think about the tone of the thing?
0: I, I think the tone hits it perfectly. It's lighthearted, uh, but it gets serious when it needs to. Uh, We've got, I love visually, it's such a, it's such a visual show and it's really well done from a director's standpoint and from a cinematography point of view. Some amazing things are done in there, but frequently in the background, there's these lovely kind of jewel bright tones, which really, uh, you know, kind of uh, is is a reflection of the Pakistani culture. It's these Mm -hmm. jewel deep tones. Earthy jewel tones. And we see that in the background a lot. And then, like you said, there's this wonderful kind of 80s almost feel to it, even though it is a little more modern. And they use her, her, her youthfulness and her, uh, her ability to draw shows up so much in this. And we see that uh, in, in some of the places, like they'll even have some of her drawings or what could have been her drawings on the right. buildings behind her that are helping move the story forward. And uh, it's, I, I think it's just, it's well done. It's very well imagined. It's filmed in a way that I don't think we've seen any of the Marvel serials or even the, the movies filmed. It's It's got a whole new feel, this bright, youthful, quick, cuts but sometimes there's, there's yeah. also these beautiful long one take cuts uh yeah i don't think we've seen anything like it before
1: i don't think so either and i i like how they kept it fresh even with like showing uh text messages as if they were written you know that can feel so uh so overdone Weird,
0: just, or, or just and, written out on the screen and you're going okay just
1: right yeah but it's like integrated as if it was a different part right. of the scenery or whatever so it's it's visually very stunning to watch and it really truly to watch. is I oh, yeah. couldn't keep my eyes off of it because I like to do other things when I'm watching. You know, I was right. like trying to iron and wash the dishes and stuff like that. And I'm like, no, I I want to see what's going on. And yeah. I often don't have that. So I think yeah. I think it's also right. cool that uh, you know that you were talking about the Pakistani colors and all, yeah. and uh, the fact that she gets her her powers from this bracelet that is a piece yeah. of her heritage uh, is well, an, another but, way that but, that kind of okay. Here's tell me. the thing. Yeah, is it really from the
0: bracelet? I mean, when she yeah. puts the bracelet on, we definitely part of part of why I'm asking this is because I've read yep. some of the comics. Um, okay, and and yes, when she puts that bracelet on is when when her powers are initiated. But I want to point
1: out. I'm, I'm gonna point out a Here's, few little here, things. It's a spoiler. It's a spoiler alert, Mark. It's a spoiler yeah. alert. But because you're because it hasn't even shown on the uh, you know more about it than the episodes have even revealed
2: <laughs> well, i don't know if i do we saw yeah,
1: okay, her put it okay. on and it okay, seemed to say. be
0: that's at least when it initiated okay. so i don't know okay. if the, I, I, this is my theory uh, okay I, this is my okay theory.
1: this is a theory okay so, yeah okay, there's okay. a
0: couple of things going on here okay yeah. so do you remember when her best friend bruno shows up to her house yeah. and her mom says oh you should stay for dinner and he's like i can't stay for dinner i got things i gotta do and she said well you, yeah, you're yeah. gonna take food home and she goes into the kitchen and then she comes back with a stack of food and says the bottom was really hot for whoever, someone in his family, I assume.
2: Yeah. A, right. And
0: and he said, "Wow, that was that was fast." Yeah, yeah. Right. And, and she says something about, "Well, you, you have your electronics and and I have my own thing." Okay. Hmm. It took her ten seconds. Mm-hmm. It took her ten and, seconds. Yeah. And and um, we didn't. And this show hasn't been cartoonish in that it, it exaggerates time or anything ever that's true yeah so if she really did that in 10 seconds and grandma's or, or Nani's nanny's bracelet uh-huh. is what makes her kind of uh her powers come uh-huh. to light Yeah. Um, i can't help but leave what we have here and this some of this is a little bit from comics is a, a, a line like a line of, of, of women in her family that are passing down superhero Mm -hmm. traits. I'm going to go as far as to say, I think, for those who are big Marvel fans, uh, that yeah. this is, uh, that they're part of the Inhumans. Uh, that's something that mm. the Kree create. Mm-hmm. And that maybe the bracelets Kree technology. I think that the Ten Rings and Shang-Chi are probably Kree uh-huh. technology as well. Mm. And that they're all related to the uh, yeah. to, to the Vibranium meteor. So I kind of feel like she had these abilities in her that got set mm. off by this, this connection with her grandmother. Uh, and that, okay. that comes through the yeah. line. and that maybe mom, because we see mom kind of shaking her head at this bracelet and trying uh-huh. to hide it from, yeah. from Kamala. I kind of feel uh-huh. like mom knows that she has her own powers, but is mm-hmm. feels that they're bad or that they're negative. Um, and, and so I don't know. My thought is that there's this innate internal ability, because she's an inhuman, that when she makes this connection with her grandmother, it starts to come out and uh, in, in the comics it comes about in a yeah. little bit of a different way in terms of how she gets her powers. Uh yeah. but I can see some hinting that maybe that's going to be mm. related. So that's where I, my take is uh, is that maybe maybe these are abilities that are within her and we're seeing the early stages of them right now with the hard light. Because we Ooh. very seldomly yeah. have a, we very seldomly have a superhero who the, we see them the first time uh-huh. for everything they are. They tend to have be developing their their mm-hmm. powers. Like Iron Man, the first time we see him is in right. that clunky giant suit uh-huh. and holds right. it in, haunts it in. I think that maybe we're seeing just the, the surface of her powers because, for instance, in the in the yeah. uh, in the comic book, remember when she saves uh, the kind of uh, the, the the girl that was looking down on her a little bit, and we see uh-huh. this yeah this hard light hand keep. Her, stop her from falling uh-huh. right. in the comic yeah. books her hand actually enlarges and stretches mm. out and catches mm. her in his, and i feel like we're that we might end up seeing that because we did see near the end of the show a chalk hand drawn on a big building that was in, enlarged catching someone mm. that was falling so i don't know that's
1: just my that's my fan theory that's my fan theory I, i'm kind of excited I- that that's where it might go I like it. Yeah, that sounds that's that seems interesting, uh, and we'll have to see. Is she inhuman? Uh right. or is, is it is it an artifact? What is it that is giving her her yeah. powers? We're gonna have to wait and see. We're it's, gonna have to hang in there. Uh, yeah. But there's there's uh, there's a a lot there to to explore. I I love it. So I I also love the fact that this took place in Jersey City. I think that uh, the fact that we're talking about. You know, a, a minority community, and it's set in Jersey right. City is the right. perfect setting, right? Uh, yep. It's like the <laughs> across across from New York City. That uh, it's in New Jersey. It's kind of looked down upon. This is yep. the perfect setting for uh, a comic character like kamala khan you know someone oh, who's kind of a social outcast uh, all the way down to where she is living and and what her situation is like uh, can you, uh what'd you think what do you think about the setting mark I, I thought it was brilliant i kind of i kind yep. of
0: liked uh that that it was close enough to a big city that that you probably yeah. do have this sort of maybe uh maybe you have, at least a a reasonable size of a Muslim community there. We see that when they go out shopping and there is this sort of area where a lot of their, um, the foods that would be traditional were there and a dress shop and that kind of thing so it's just big enough that that it's a city large enough that they would have a little of their culture which i think is great because i I think that means Mm -hmm. that we get to as viewers see a lot more of their culture but it's also not as you point out new york city which we we were used to seeing superheroes a lot like particularly in the marvel universe we tend to see them there i love that she's kind of off just outside of that, doing her own thing. And, and like you said, an outsider. And it's a little bit of a grittier city in terms of, yeah. you know, it, it's not as fancy and everything, which I just I think fits perfectly for what they what they're doing in storytelling here.
1: They even joke about it, right? Whenever she loses her bike, and she's like, right? "What do you think the chances are it's going to be there when I get back?" As she's getting on the bus, and he's like, "In Jersey City, Jersey zero city? <laughs> zero zero one percent," which just speaks no, to how. It, it but was... you're right; it's it's great to see kind of them in in fleshed and, in Muslim community and I, I think she uh deals with that reality that we're talking about as well she says you know it's not brown girls from jersey city who save the world as she's right. you know struggling with coming to terms with these powers and so they articulate it pretty well for us but and it, and and friend, that was Bruno.
0: yeah oh bruno's fantastic i agree
1: yeah and i love the way yeah. he supports her in the midst of that as she's struggling with that identity he said you want to save the world you save the world right um, exactly yeah. and i
0: love i love that that was sort of their own commentary on the show you know how uh-huh. how to, often does a brown girl from jersey city save the world and that's exactly what this show is is a brown girl from, like i love that they're kind save of the commenting yep. on their own that this is uh-huh. how unusual this is the show itself right um yep. and i do love i love that uh it's interesting i i i watched Because neither of us, obviously Pakistani, neither of us are teenage girls. Neither of us are Muslims, So uh, I was Mm -hmm. very curious as to how the show lands with that that community. And so I found this fantastic. As far as I know, they only have one video out right now. They call themselves the the Rizvi twins, R-I-Z-V-I twins. Mm -hmm. And they are Pakistani American teenage girls and perfect I, yeah and, and they did a full uh, reaction video to the mm-hmm. first episode and uh it was i i loved watching them react to the show as much as i love the show because and, huh. and the, i bring this up because mm-hmm. at the very beginning they hadn't read anything about miss marvel mm-hmm. outside of who the hero was uh yeah. They were like, "Well, I'm sure that this is just going to be another one of those shows where you know, just right. represented and and, uh-huh. uh, and 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 uh, and the uh, and the uh, and the brown girl is going to fall in love with the white boy and right you know, and, and so it was wonderful uh, to watch them mm-hmm. reacting to the show mm-hmm. and then of course the white boy shows up should ah there's the white boy there he is and, and
2: they're okay. going to do it again where you know.
0: And so uh, they, were, they were pleased to see that this was really kind of this really unique friendship that's developing mm-hmm. where they support each other yeah. and, and really uh, do care about each other. And I have to say, over and over again as they're watching it, particularly yeah. the parts that some of us might not have really
2: Mm -hmm. fanned Mm -hmm. out
0: about they were like this is so real like when kamala's standing in front of the fireplace and talking to her parents on the Uh couches saying that how much she wants to go and she just kind of put this argument together and even like says it'll be a a a learning opportunity and they're like you don't understand that's everything's about your your schoolwork and your studies and learning opportunities you're you're going to a party (laughs) right and they were like uh, they were just it was really it was so much fun Uh watching them go this is, this is so real. It's so accurate. I mean, they, they said, mm. ultimately, they said it's about 85% accurate of, of uh, a, a Muslim Pakistani life. Mm. But they mm. they said that it is the best Pakistani representation that they have ever seen on television or in the movies. So, and it now was, that's I just highly recommend that to people. The, the Rizvi yeah. twins, I think it's the only video that they have, but it is just, it's a joy to watch them. React, react to, to someone mm. respecting them and their culture.
1: That sounds incredible. And so we're already starting to pivot, I think, to some of the mm-hmm. some of the theological and political aspects of this show. And I think there's a lot to delve into, especially as we talk about this first Muslim superhero that we'll, that we've got on our screen. So let's let's listen to the drop, let's come back and move into our theopolitico segment. <laughs>
0: Hello? welcome back to the Moonshine Jesus Show. Thanks for all of you who have been sticking with us. We really appreciate you listening in live, as well as those who are listening back on the podcast. We appreciate you uh, listening in and joining us for this discussion. So listen, we're in our political section. And obviously, like you said, we were beginning to pivot towards this anyway. Look, we so frequently in Hollywood see the representation of brown folks in entertainment mm-hmm. as almost always the bad guy, or if they're mm-hmm. male, they're almost always the bad guy with a very thick accent Um, Mm -hmm. and or if it's a female you know it's a frightened muslim woman with a job on or a belly dancer or something like that it's and it's almost always that representation we don't really see much much else i kind of love what they have done here with this show Mm -hmm. uh uh, to to really dig into and be respectful of this muslim family's life and what matters to them Right. and the diversity is not being painted as the all muslims are this one thing i mean right uh you you have you have brother uh amir who's very devout and who i have mm-hmm. a horrible unfair uh jealousy of his beard of uh this, I, <laughs> it's I am, great I, it's fantastic I'm, yeah. full on, I, I'm not even like yeah. i'm serious i'm so jealous of <laughs> it beard. is it's but, a fantastic. but, but he's yeah. he he is both a, this very devout Devout Muslim, uh, but Dad, uh, his, it gives him a little bit of a hard time about how much he prays and that kind of thing, and so Dad's a little bit more of a rule breaker, almost kind of right? thing. I think. Uh-huh. I think there's a lot to learn about Dad down the road in this uh-huh, there because, is there.
1: Yeah, we're gonna because
0: he, he's telling kamala like oh you don't have to look through the rearview mirror that much and you know just slow down at the stop signs like all this kind of stuff all these, these little hints of rule breaking going on <laughs> yeah and then, and then mom might be the most stereotypical in terms of what we mm-hmm. see it's like a very strict yeah. parent. Who, right, uh, and I and I think that's on purpose. I think they're making uh-huh. fun of the trope of of, of I what we right, used yeah. to see, and that they're uh-huh. going to flip it on us at some point. As Mom mm. starts admitting she has powers and starts connecting more and identifying mm. more with her mm. kid, I don't know. I think that's going on. So, how big of a deal do you think it is? One that they've done this, and two, why do you think it that took this long for us to get to the point that we're willing to, as a nation, as Hollywood, to have this? This is more honest and real representation on the screen, Uh, particularly of Muslims. I mean, let's be honest, particularly over the last 10 years or so, we've had these worsening and worsening uh, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, pictures and and descriptions and and visuals of who a a Muslim
1: person is. And so why do you think it took us this long to get here? Yeah, so I think I think this is a representation of what is uh, one of the most significant problems in Hollywood. Right, is that it's it's been whitewashed, and I think one oh, of the absolutely. reasons that it's been allowed to happen now is because there's been activism raising awareness about how inappropriate it is to cast absolutely. white people to fill mm. the roles of minorities. So I think that that's been a, a significant. Uh, A significant development and something there's still a lot of room to work on, but I think that that's created some space. I think you're right. I think this is important because it is normalizing Muslim life. And yes. so I think it's always been difficult, probably, to be a Muslim in the United States as it is to be a minority of any religious tradition, but I think it's especially hard to be a Muslim, and I think that's been uh, very difficult in this post-9-11 world where Muslims were demonized and blamed for a long time, and then you had the, yeah. the Trump era that just as we were kind of starting to make some progress on all of that, that the Trump era, you know, we had stuff like the Muslim ban and, and all uh, banning people from Muslim-majority, Countries mm-hmm. and I think it heightened fear of, of oh absolutely, again. and so I think one of the cool things about this is that we just get to see people living their you know hashtag mosque life as, as the Instagram <laughs> click absolutely. of girls in yeah. the mosque in the mosque or say it's right. just a normalizing of life and so I don't know about you but I found myself. Uh, enjoying just seeing Kamala live her life. Like usually oh, in these yeah. shows, I'm like, when are they going to get their superpowers already? All right. <laughs> Ready to see what? Uh, you know, let's move on. But her, right. I feel like this story is a strong story even without the superpowers, oh, which absolutely. which I think is which I think is cool. So that that's one of the things I think is happening. Uh, here's another oh. point, Mark, about yeah. where I saw this happen. I want to I want to hear what you think about this. Okay, so the yeah. most only two episodes we've seen so far. But uh, the the best part for me was when uh, Kamala's friend was talking about her decision to wear the hijab and why she chose to wear it, right? Because it's not an expectation, apparently, in this community that they they have the choice. Uh, Kamala Khan doesn't wear one, but her friend has decided to wear it. And she talks about the decision, uh, about what went into the process, and how it made her feel more her i think the fact that they devoted a few minutes to talking about that was pretty powerful Uh, i thought it was incredible i I thought it was incredibly incredibly
0: powerful i also thought that it was a little bit of a peeling back or or opening up the curtain behind the scenes of what's going on on the show in general i mean Mm -hmm. I i think the part of the theme of this show is learning to be comfortable with exactly who I am, finding myself and expressing it. And, and uh, one, uh, the, the beauty of being in a community that accepts you for expressing yeah. exactly who you are. But, but two, also of being surrounded by them when, when the larger community might or might not accept mm-hmm. you so that mm-hmm. you have this support. And I really do. I'm seeing those things beginning to come out. Yeah. Uh, even just in the way that Kamala and Bruno work together and kind of had this tight friendship that they kind of uh, help each other no matter what negative stuff is yeah. is hitting one or the uh, or the other. So I, I thought it was brilliant. I was, thought it was necessary. I think it, it can be a learning experience. This is a highly watched show. Like the numbers for mm-hmm. the show hmm. are crazy hmm. right now. So it's so important, the work they're doing, exactly like what you just pointed out. Um, you're exposing so many people to a perspective they may not have thought of before. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I think that's almost, I mean, it's so invaluable.
1: Absolutely. I mean, especially, you know, we continue to we try to break down these barriers uh, between religious traditions. And I think one of the biggest problems is that we want to kind of generalize about, about other groups. I mean, just like mm-hmm. as, Christianity isn't a homogenous group that you can just say. Christians believe such and such because it's right because it's not true like you know those Mm -hmm. of us in progressive christianity uh are almost in a different religious tradition entirely from the Mm fundamentalists right and so it's the same with muslims you know a lot of times when even when people are learning about a religious tradition they learn about this tradition as if it was a as if it was a homogenous group and so i think seeing the diversity in the in the community even like at a at a mosque, at a local mosque, and seeing the mm. differences and practices and beliefs, <laughs> that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And you're right. I wish we had seen it years sooner.
0: Yeah, I think we could have uh, prevented a lot of, of honestly, I'm just going to say, we could have prevented a lot of violence, of misunderstanding, of marginalization. There's so much that could have been presented, uh, prevented if Hollywood would have presented a, 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 a view of this culture and this religion that we're finally getting to see. Now, admittedly, um, you know, the books, the comic books came out early enough that folks would have been interested, but Mm -hmm. they, they had a a following, but a lot of the following were folks who were like, finally, I'm I'm getting a comic that looks like me. Right. Sure. Yeah. So I, I think that it's a shame that we haven't had it, but I am, terribly glad that we have it now um I, i'm looking forward to what they're going to do next in the show uh, as we learn more and more like i said the the two young girls that i watched in their reaction yeah. were just like you don't understand this is our culture and for me this was validation of i i felt like i was being very lucky that that, that i was being invited into this culture to experience it and celebrate it and that, yeah. but there was always this thing in the back. I don't know enough about the culture. Is is this really what this is? And yeah. to have them, th- those girls say, "Oh, this is us. This is yeah. this is our people. This, this that's who true. my yeah. that's who my mom is. That's who my dad." It was just brilliant. Yep. And I love that we finally get this, and it's so important. Uh, and, and it, I think can help as we change the minds of our uh, fellow uh, Americans. We can move towards rules and regulations that are going to be much more protective and we won't get these muslim bans or at least we won't have as much tolerance from the citizens when when they do try to do it so okay. listen here
1: here's what go i am saying mark i go I, what right I for it thing is that miss marvel isn't just gonna save the universe like on screen right? but right? she's gonna like save our world in real life through the show (laughs) through learning about you know another religious tradition (laughs) and culture
0: it certainly seems like that it it can change a lot i I will have to say all right so listen i'm ready to have a little fun uh it's time for us to move on to our next segment this is a segment where caleb and i try to make each other look stupid (laughs)
1: Welcome back to the Moonshine Jesus Show. We are moving into the Make Me Look Stupid segment. <laughs> and, you know, Mark had a zinger last week. He was talking about, like, Greek myths. And I, I don't know. Or <laughs> some, uh, who knows what Mark is uh, going to ask? <laughs> you never know. I, I promise I promise
0: you this is a much better week for you. I promise
1: you. <laughs> okay. All right. Good. So this week I get to start out. Oh, uh, yeah. Here's, Here's what I want to ask you. Mark. Uh-oh. So uh... this is a, an immigrant family and they uh, are talking about reasons that they move to America, to the United States of America. And the dad says no. we move to America so that our kids could do anything that they want and be anything that they want. Here's my hmm. question for you, Mark. I want to know if that's something that really is possible in twenty-first century America. Is it still is it possible to pull yourself up by your bootstraps? Is it possible to kind of have that American dream where everybody can be who they want and do what they want? Is that something that's possible or not?
0: No. Okay. My turn to answer a question. Or ask a
1: question.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's that's it. No. <laughs> no, listen. Hey, I I I, I I, I I think it's great that, I mean, yes, that's kind of the myth that's still out there. And it might have been that at one point in comparison to other nations that you could possibly immigrate to, that it was, there was more of a chance, but with the laws that we continue to put on the books, uh, with the way that the cultural divides continue to happen. I, no, I think it's particularly difficult if you come in here from a non-European nation, um, mm. Because there's so much of America that's looking down on you, that's feeling like uh, you're competition in some way, you know, the great, what did they call it, the great white replacement or whatever that stupid theory crap is. Um, So, no, I I mean, it is, there is opportunity, but it's not what it should be. And the the system is intentionally stacked against you, particularly if you're an immigrant. Um, so it's a beautiful idea. It is kind of the American dream, that kind of thing, but let's just be honest. We're not, we're, we're we're less of that than what we used to be. Um, and it is necessary to do the work to get back to that being more of a, of a reality. But right now the major divide in America is between the haves and the have nots. And if you happen to be a have not, that's also marginalized in another way. You're not Christian, you're Muslim, you're brown skin, right. not white skin. You're, you know, uh, those kinds of things, unfortunately in America, no, in my opinion, I, and I, I can't wait to hear you uh, speak on this as well, are, are, are unfortunately have become intentional stumbling blocks for folks and they need to be removed.
1: Yeah. I think uh, that I don't think it's ever really been possible especially whenever you're talking about those those others and in fact i mean in some ways we've removed some of those barriers because it used to be you know that w- who was white you know was was very limited you might have to right. come from you know england A specific area or or, or France. right and so even if you were like say scots irish uh or or polish, something like that, you or... Or polish right you weren't, you weren't you weren't you were an other group and so i mean in some ways, there's been some progress, but I think it's always been much more of a myth than a reality right. that everyone that's had there. the same equal opportunity to uh, to really excel in this country. So, But I agree with you. I, I think it's, it's very hard, and there are a lot of social structures that are set in place that really keep that from happening. And that's one of our calls is to work on addressing those issues uh, yeah. by voting and organizing and uh, naming them and break. Right. And I think one easy and, way we can do it and, is and, is breaking down barriers. Right. And educating,
0: which is exactly what Educate. the show is doing, yep. which is kind of one yep. of the beautiful parts about it. So, okay. Mm-hmm. My turn for mm-hmm. a okay. question.
1: Yours. Okay. I want to listen.
0: I'm not going to ask my own question. I'm going <laughs> to ask a, a question that's out there floating around. Oh. Um, okay. That I've seen and heard about a lot. Mm-hmm. The, the question is this, is this focus or or at least highlighting of a superhero's religion,
1: good for the Marvel cinematic universe. I- I think it's so I think it's wonderful. Maybe this is my bias, but I think it's always good when religion is tied in because uh, it's it's a part of life for the majority of the world. And it's a way that the world makes sense of the universe. And so I think it's I think it's important for that reason that we get another aspect of like people being people and people living their lives. But I also think it's particularly important because the Marvel Cinematic Universe has this huge huge influence right if you right. look at oh, yeah. the movie the movies that are amassing the, the most uh, box office revenue it's oh, yeah. largely marvel movies and oh, so absolutely. we know that miss marvel is going to be in the next captain marvel movie so, yep. so she's gonna get big screen time as well and so i think Putting a Muslim character at the center of something and naming it as uh, naming her as a Muslim character and naming Islam as something that's important to in her life is something yeah. that destigmatizes the religion. And so I think yeah. that's a, a power that Marvel can use for good. That's like a real life superpower to be able <laughs> to bring right? awareness and acceptance in front of a large group of people that's incredible. So I I think it's a great thing. What do you think about it, Mark?
0: No, I I think it's a fantastic thing. The the reality is the people who are asking these questions are the people who don't want to see anything about Muslims on the screen. That's really what's going on here. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, We've already seen uh, religion being important in the MCU universe for a long time. Daredevil is Catholic. And we saw it in the, uh, was it Hulu that did the did the the serial uh, of?
1: Uh, I believe it was Daredevil uh, was on Netflix. Netflix, it was on Netflix. but no, we
0: Netflix. saw a lot. He would go to his priest. He would have these yes. discussions. There was a lot of stained That's glass right. imagery oh, in the yeah, show. We've mm-hmm. seen this a lot from a Christian's point of view. Uh, it was specifically talked about in Moon Knight that he's Jewish. It wasn't until we had a Muslim person on screen with a lead being the lead superhero that we started seeing folks asking that kind of question. And so, yeah, I think you had a great answer. I'm with you completely, 100% on it. As a matter of fact, I hope that they see these questions out there and double down on this, for instance.
1: Yeah, good.
0: In in the comic books, okay, in the comic books, she gains her powers through a Terrigen mist, which is... um, by the Cree, the and, and it basically makes you inhuman. And when she experiences the mist, she goes into kind of like we saw her fall backwards into this kind of other world that was
1: uh-huh, dark right,
0: and yeah. purple and mysterious. She yep. goes into this other world. And in this one, in the comic books, there's Captain America, there's Iron Man, there's Captain Marvel, mm. and they're speaking to her in her own language. And she says, you speak Urdu? And mm. Captain Marvel says this, I love this. We are faith. We speak all languages and of beauty and hardship. And then she asks her, "Who do you want to be?" And ultimately, she she says, "I want to be Captain Marvel." And she comes out as a white Captain Marvel, which is why they probably haven't chosen to do that because that's not right. okay. Ultimately, and she right. learns though. Yep. And she does learn quickly that she can be who she is, and that's when she becomes herself, and she's a brown-skinned girl and celebrates herself, which I think we're seeing being done in a different way in this show of the importance of being who you really are. And in the comic books, she sees mm. the work that she's doing as Miss Marvel as being the work of God in a social justice kind of thing, and that because she does this, it will bring blessings on her and her family. And so I'd mm. love... It's deep in, in the comics, and I really hope that, is that deep, we're going to yeah. see this go deeper and deeper, and we see more and more of it. I think it'd be beautiful.
1: I think you're right. I I love that. And the exploration of the positive aspects uh, that can result from all different types of faith. I love that. That's a, I think that's a great way to end our discussion on Miss Marvel. If you haven't checked it out, I hope you will. Uh, Only two episodes are out, but we've got a whole season. So watch it, support it, learn from it. It ought to be great. But next week we are coming with another show. Mark, you want to tell us what we're going to be watching next week? we are going
0: to be watching the orville it's uh i think third season just dropped or at least the first four episodes of it uh the orville is about the uss orville brilliantly named show right the uss orville (laughs) uh which is an exploratory vessel and and they have what they call the planetary union uh, which is in the 25th century and it's earth and a bunch of other planets and it's it's about the adventures of that ship and its crew, and and involving kind of planet exploration, visiting other parts, and it, it you know it kind of started off as this loving satire of Star Trek, uh, the original show and, and the Next Generation, and and I th- and, and I think they've done this beautiful job. As a matter of fact, it's kind of developed into its own show. It's less satire now, although there are little nods and winks from time to time. Mm-hmm. But it is so much fun. The characters are great. And they do deal with a lot of moral issues. So I, th- I think it's going to be a lot of fun for us.
1: Okay. Well, watch the Orville if you can. And we can't wait to see you next time on the Moonshine
0: Jesus Show.
2: Woo! moonshine. Jesus, oh,